thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Speak Up and Engage, bringing next generation health, wellness, inspiration and empowerment to the youth of today. A spectacular collaboration between the Sunshine Coast Council and spirithive.org. Hi, I'm Toby Bogart. And I'm Bridget Kelly. And I'm Laura Pettigrew. And today we're obviously interviewing our newest host, Laura Pettigrew. Um, so, Laura, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I am 21 years old and I am a journalism student. Yeah. Um, and I also work at a local radio station as yeah. a promotion staff. Nice, 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 cool. nice, nice. Yeah. So, what do you do there, like? Specifically, um, so I work as in their promotion area, so which um, means I go to lots of fun events yeah. and um, promote the radio station, and I also get to go out and meet all of the community and really just get to know everyone. Yeah, oh. nice. What's the funnest event you've been to? Um, I would have to say a couple of weekends ago we had a baby race where we raced babies that were under twelve months old. So we had five contestants, we called them, and we put them on the line and whichever one crawled, they weren't allowed to walk. If they walked, they were disqualified. Um, How did they know not to walk? Yeah, well as soon as they took like a step, they were gone as we were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, baby yeah. This is the first and time I'm hearing of this. I know, and this little girl won um we called her the pop star for her nickname because we weren't allowed to use their real names. Um, but she won one thousand dollars. What? What? Yeah. For crawling. Does yeah. that like her mom get that or does she yeah. get that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, her mom will. That's um, a nice brand. Lots of nappies <laughs> that she can buy. So oh. <laughs> But yeah, no, that was heap that was probably like the best one for this. Okay, year. surely there's another wacky experience. Oh, what else? We do so many, but um, another one we do like lots of work with um like sporting teams and stuff like that um we did do the race day which is always really interesting because you're like working like around the horses and i one time yeah one time i ended up walking um 15 kilometers in high heels for a work day which was (laughs) which was lots of fun my feet didn't love me for a good solid two weeks they were quite bruised but that was another um pretty full-on shift but we like have so many different ones yeah. it's like hard to think of like my favorite one so far yeah. um because yeah we have so many but that's but the best part about the job is it's so different every yeah. every time you do a shift and it keeps it really interesting baby race yeah like not many people can say they went to a baby race for their weekend shift <laughs> but yeah so you said you are studying yes, yes? Yeah, so I'm studying um, journalism. I'm in my third year. Um, But when I got the job at Hot 91, I decided to drop back to part-time just so that I could enjoy a life still and not run around like a chicken without a head pretty much. Um, So, yeah, I dropped back to half-time and I'm really enjoying it now. Yeah? Yeah. So um, how long does journalism go? So it normally goes for three years pretty much. uh, and I'm also doing a minor of social media, which allows me to learn about the changing, I guess, um, medium of journalism because yeah. it's not just papers anymore. No. Um, yeah, so um, that adds a little bit more time to mine, but I'll still yeah. get it done in yeah. around four years. Oh, cool. Yeah. And have you always wanted to be a journalist or...? Yeah, when I grew up, um, my mum actually worked um, in the city in Brisbane yeah. 
and she was always there and yeah. always stuck in the office and I was like oh my goodness I do not want to be stuck in an office when I grow up um so journalism was like the best alternative because you know you can have a professional career but you can also get out and yeah. meet people and get to know what's going on in yeah. your community yeah. and there's lots of opportunities in it yeah. so that was like I think I kind of came up with the idea when I was watching Sunrise when I was little. <laughs> I was like, oh, this looks like fun. Um, <laughs> and then when I started um, getting through school and I kind of wasn't very good at maths or anything like that. So I was like, English is my forte. So yeah. I'll um, write. And yeah. yeah, that's how I got into it. Nice. Yeah. Um, so smart kid at school or? Um, I wouldn't say like smart as in the ducks of the school, but you know, I held my own. I, um, um, as I said, I wasn't very good at math and um, the science subjects, yeah. but I found that um, in English I kind of just understood it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and I also did a lot of business subjects. Yeah. I actually started um, at uni with a dual degree as business and journalism. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I really enjoyed business and I, it quite came easy to me. I quite like, I understood yeah. it very easily. Um, but in the end, I was kind of like, what am I going to enjoy in my life? And I decided that journalism was going to provide that. So I, um, decided to drop it, even though journalism can be a little bit of a gamble because there's not many jobs out there. That's what business was really going to provide me with stability to get a job when I got out of uni. Um, but yeah, I decided to take the gamble and it's paying off so far. Good. Only time will tell. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've <laughs> got a yeah. job like in the field already, so that's yeah. really good. Yeah, I've definitely, um, when I got into the degree, I asked all my teachers because I'm really lucky, but they um, work in the industry already. So I asked lots and lots of people of what can I do to ensure that I will get a job when I finish uni because you know lots of people spend all this money on university degrees and then never get to use it yeah um so and they said you know what just try to get into the industry and get a job in doing anything as long as you're in the industry and that's when I um decided to go look for the radio station so (laughs) how long have you been there um I've been there for coming on I'd probably say three years now yeah oh wow yeah yeah so I started just doing weekend shifts like here and there it's very casual work at the start um and then when a reshuffle kind of happened in the um company I ended up getting the um hot squad job which um, provides more consistent work yeah 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 Yeah. and um so at school I did ask Bridget this question did you have (laughs) did you have like a lunchbox favorite like something that you you nearly always brought to school at the start, so this is quite controversial. I don't know if you guys will like this, but my dad would always pack Vegemite and cheese sandwiches. And Why I, is that controversial? Because some people hate them. Oh. Yes. Yeah, some people are like, ew. They're like, yuck, what are you doing? No. Like, no. <laughs> so I was like, dad, I'm not eating that. And I, for, for years I was like, no, dad, that's so gross. And then I tried it in probably grade nine. And I Jeez. was like, how have I missed out on this? And then that was my favorite from then on. Vegemite and cheese sandwiches. That's easy. I'm easy to please. <laughs> how, how long did it take you to try it? Oh, a good, like, year and a bit. I was just like, sorry, Dad. Gross. What did you like, do? Why did you Well, do Dad didn't, gross? like, he didn't, like, really pack them every day. But then when I tried it, it was a, it's just, I don't know, it just, like, weird combinations. Do, do I wasn't think? into it. No. I don't know. Oh, I totally agree like now. Vegemite and cheese on like a cracker mm. or something. Oh, I love them now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all over it now. Don't worry. Well, people think it's strange, but I tried um salt and vinegar chips with chocolate. 
Oh, what? and how yeah. was it? It was actually surprisingly good. Yeah, see? I have to do that. See, yeah, you got to try Happy these weird, um, <laughs> weird combinations are always worth a shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so family, do you have brothers, sisters? Yep, I have one little brother. Um, he is three years younger than me. Yeah. Um, he's still in school and, um, yeah, enjoying life. Yeah. Um, he... Um, Recently got an apprenticeship, which is really good. Oh, yeah. And he's trying to, um, he wants to be an electrician. Oh, so that's what my dad is. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, my um, partner is an electrician as oh, well. Yeah, so, nice. yeah, it runs in the family now. <laughs> do you still live at home? Yep, yeah, I do. I um, I have thought about moving out um, and, you know, taking that step, but mum and dad are still kind of helping out. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy living it's at home. <laughs> I yeah, love going home and having dinner cooked for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, know. I think I've made like this little deal with mum subconsciously, sorry, that if I cook dinner at least once a week and do yeah, the do I the know. jobs around yeah. the house, I can kind of like stay at home for a little bit longer. Yeah. But they are dropping hints. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> They're like, well, you know, like when you move out, we could use your room, and I'm like, oh, oh. when that day comes. <laughs> Okay. Or my little brother would be like, when you move out, I'm having your room because it's way better than mine. I'm like, my room's going to stay just how it is. <laughs> but, yeah. Have you always been on the coast? Um, yes, I grew up here. Um, I did live um, in the hinterland for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then I moved down to this area. But um, as a whole, I've always lived on the Sunshine Coast. So you've yeah. always enjoyed it here? You yeah, I love the... Um, the a lifestyle, I guess. When yeah. I yeah, when I was sure. growing up, I started in um, nippers, yeah. um, and did that for a really long time until I actually got into the competitive side of it, yeah. um, and that's when um, I decided to make the move closer to the beach. Yeah. Um, it was just closer to training and all of that. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I really love it here. Were you like competitive? nippers did you do any tournaments yeah yeah so um once you get to i guess under 14s they start um in competitions like um the australian titles and stuff like that um so i was lucky enough to go to a number of australian titles and then um i guess you could call it a career but as my career (laughs) short career sorry um progressed i ended up going to lots of like world competitions and oh yeah yeah and I was lucky enough to like go to Hawaii and do um long distance races yeah so it was really amazing um I only stopped when I um injured my shoulder yeah um yeah um I was doing a um world ocean paddle um which is quite popular in the surf life saving yeah um community um it's a race in between Molokai and Oahu two islands of Hawaii um, and it's just such a long race that, and my shoulder was kind of niggling during training yeah. and my coach was like, are you going to still do it? And I was like, look, we've, we've paid, I've trained for so long. Like I'm yeah. going over and I'm going to do it. Um, and then mid channel, um, it just like blew up and I was like, oh no, this isn't good. And I ended up doing the second half of the race with one arm yeah my dad was like yelling at me he's like oh you should you know you can call it quits whenever you want and I was like no no I'm fine like I'll get there <laughs> it'll take like a lot longer but <laughs> I'll get so there cool. <laughs> but yeah then after that um I started my new job and I went back to uni and yeah. you know you've got to um pick certain pathways in life and you can't do everything so yeah. I decided yeah. to um go for a new path I guess and go down the, my career rather than yeah. my athletic side career yeah, yeah. <laughs> career yeah. short but um, did you ever win 
Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was never, I guess, good enough to win the long distance one. Um, but I, um, in, I think it was 2016, I think it was, yeah. in um, world titles was in France, in Montpellier. Um, and I won the um, board race, the oh, Open nice. Women's Board Race. Yeah, so that was like... So, so good. Yeah, it was <laughs> a really, really good experience. And I was there with some of my best friends. We also did yeah. a lot of team events. Um, me and um, one of my best friends who we grew up with all through Nippers um, won the board rescue together. So that was always really special. You know, yeah. you can share it with people that yeah. way. Um, but, yeah, it was an awesome experience. Did you get to, like, travel a bit while you were there and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So we were there. We were competing for a week, seven days. Um, uh, so we were in Montpellier for about eight days. Um, and then we all split up and went to different spots. Me and my mum went to um, London and Paris. Yeah. yeah. Um, and all the others went to Italy and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, and then we um, – that was pretty much it for that trip. And we came home and then we were all straight back into training for the <laughs> – the next event but um yeah it was an awesome experience I've been really lucky to I be bet. able to travel yeah. yeah not many people get the opportunity so especially when they're so young yeah yeah and to do it with like um people that you've grown up with too is pretty special so do you still go out for a swim and still yeah yeah I, I, I love it like I always will I definitely don't get to do it as much as I would like yeah. um but yeah I I've still got my boards and I've got like all the equipment still so I go out yeah. and just it's sometimes nice like because you can enjoy it and appreciate yeah. the um the fun side of it rather than always training yeah like <laughs> the side yeah, yeah and you're always kind of stressed and um obviously tired because you're training three times a day yeah. <laughs> um but yeah I really enjoy it now so that's yeah. good you can still enjoy the fun side of it <laughs> but yeah um have you like had something that you've really enjoyed living on the Sunshine Coast yeah, I guess um, going back to the lifestyle type of um, thing, I've just enjoyed having everything at your fingertips. Yeah. Um, mm. Like living in the hinterland for a little bit, I got to see the beauty of the, that side of the Sunshine Coast. Yeah. Um, and now living down here, you get to see a completely different side of it and the beach. And I just love how you can go half an hour away and be in yeah. a completely different landscape and it'll be just as yeah. beautiful as here um but yeah that's one of my favorite my, my most favorite things of being yeah. on the sunshine coast um do you do anything like sort of while you're not working what what do you sort of like to do yeah while I'm not working I actually um do a little bit of art um I don't know if you guys have heard of them before but there's like lino prints have you guys heard of them before no. no. So it is a um, pretty much a piece of lino that you um, can cut a design, any design, into the piece of lino. Um, then you put ink over it and it's like acts as a stamp. Oh, cool. Yeah, and um, so you can do really cool um, designs. I learned it in school at um, uh, in art class. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, when I finished school, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll go out and get the inf- like all the equipment and do it myself. Yeah. So now I do that um, as a kind of chill out thing just to yeah. do when I'm not running around working and at yeah. uni. And like, yeah. I also love just hanging out with friends and um, yeah, just like being out and about really. Yeah. But yeah. So what, what do you do with the stamps after you have them? You just... Yeah. So once you've done like the um, thing, the actual stamp itself, it is kind of um, a you don't really need it anymore but um I have seen people reuse them and make more designs out of it and it's kind of more challenging because you can um you know challenge yourself to come up with a new design yeah 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 
Um, so with your journalism, what's what's the end goal? The end goal, so it kind of changes a little bit. When I yeah. um, first started my degree, I really, all I wanted to do was TV presenting. Was yeah. Like, That's what I want to do. So you're going to be famous. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want to be like on the TV. I like want to be like the, you know, seven news presenter or something like yeah. that. Um, I could see you in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be such a cool job. Um, but now, like, as you go through your degree, you get to try so many different um, sides of journalism, like radio, print, yeah. online. Um, and that, I think that's the best part about journalism is there's so many different um, fields that you can go into. Um, but now I'm, like, working in radio, I can really appreciate how much fun radio could be. So you never yeah. know. I could do presenting for radio or in the newsroom or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think I won't know until I finish my degree yeah. exactly what I want to do. Yeah. But yeah. See where it takes you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See where the wind takes me. <laughs> <laughs> um, we didn't actually touch on this. I think I should have asked it like closer to the beginning. But mm-hmm. why was the reason you came on the podcast? Oh uh, yeah. Um. So when I um heard about this, a, a mutual friend let me know. And um, I just thought it was, like, a new amazing thing to try out. Yeah. And um, also to kind of extend what I love about journalism and just get to know new people, like, yeah. learn new things, um, and also just get to chat to amazing people like you guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so when I um, heard about the opportunity, I, like, really jumped at it because it's kind of what I want to do yeah. in my um, career and what more fun way to do it than in a podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. But, yeah. Um, so do you have any advice for anyone out there that has a job and is also studying at the moment? Oh, good question. I think the best thing to do is just to know when to take a step back. Yeah. So when I was doing it, I was trying to study full-time, work full-time, and, you know, you also have to have a life as well. Yeah. Um, so I think the most important thing is just to take a step back, and it's okay if it's going to take you a little bit longer to get to your end goal yeah. if you're going to enjoy it a little bit more. Because yeah. um, when I started, I was like, got to finish, got to finish, like get that degree. But now I realise that, you know, it doesn't matter if it takes another year to finish your degree yeah. um, as long as you're enjoying the process a little bit more. Yeah. And having fun. Yeah, exactly. That's the main goal. So definitely, yeah. And was it easier coming out of school? Because, like, I know your parents say you're going to absolutely hate school, but when you leave, you're going to hate after school even more. Yeah, exactly. Well, I actually, um, like, I loved school. I loved, like, all about it, being with your friends and everything like that. Um, But coming out of it, I actually found the transition between, especially if you're going to university, quite seamless. You know, you're used to a big workload at school. You do six subjects and not many people realise how much kids do at school Mm. and how much their workload is. And then you go to uni and it's just, you know, you've got a little bit more time. You've got only four subjects if you're doing a a normal degree. And um, as long as you stay organised and everything like that. Yeah. It's um, quite seamless. And in terms of, like, fun and everything like that, yeah. um, I I don't – I loved school, but I don't miss school yeah. overly much. I think my time outside of school has been just as much fun as um, in school. And I would say to kids coming out of school, like, don't stress. Like, everything yeah. works yeah. out in the end. And, um, yeah, like, school is an awesome part of your life, but once you're out, there's more – awesome things yeah. to do after school it's not going to be oh my goodness there goes all the fun yeah. it's um 
yeah there's way more out there (laughs) so um at school what did you sort of do to get through it because I know for me personally it's hard to get through school especially with this whole new changing system and whatnot yeah yeah is it something you did to like help sort of cope yeah so I had a diary and I know most schools give kids a diary and most kids you know like oh cool that's the diary like and they don't really use it and at the start I was like that too and then I realized literally I just wrote everything down in that diary what I wanted to do I would even include you know seeing friends and seeing family and everything that I would do um I would write that in and I would make sure that I had Sundays completely off I did no school Like, I didn't even touch the computer, and I would just hang out with friends and family. And I found that as long as I did that and I organised my time so that I could have that Sunday off, I, like, worked through it. And um, I think that's the key to it is just having time to yourself and to enjoy life because you don't want to forget along the way why you're, you know, here and you want to enjoy life, not just be stuck on a computer your whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's really important to manage your time so that you can enjoy life uh, in yeah. some. Um, has, have you had any challenges coming through school or leaving school? Any? Yeah. Well, um, when I was at school, I did my main challenge was, you know, balancing school and training yeah. and kind of making the tough decisions as to when you know you should go to the party and hang out with your friends or maybe no you should just stay home and do your assignments and maybe sleep for the next morning's training session um so that was a big challenge and you know when you're going through school you are trying to fit in as well so being an athlete that was training three times a day and um also at school and trying to fit in can be a little bit difficult as you get older because you're expected to go hang out with your friends more and um, you're getting a little bit more freedom so you can go do more fun things with your friends that you previously weren't allowed to but I was kind of at the stage where I had to make the decision whether that was going to be the best option for myself Yeah. yeah and you know you just have to make sure that you're making the decision for you and not for everyone around you. Yeah. That is, um, yeah, you like just don't want to have to please everyone, you know, make the decision yeah, yeah. for yourself and what you think. And figuring out, like, your own priorities. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, because sometimes people don't understand, like, and I've had people come up to me now after school and being like, I totally understand why you didn't, like, come to that party or, yeah. you know, and at the time they might be, like, really upset that you couldn't go hang out with yeah. them. But, um. In the end, they they will realise that, you know, people have other things going on yeah. and um, you've got to make the decisions that's best for you. So I thought that was a challenge for me, just trying to learn that at a young age yeah. and learn that you can't please everyone and yeah. um, you've just really got to make the decision that is going to help you on your journey and then yeah. um, hopefully you meet some people that um, will help you out in that as well. Yeah. But, yeah, that was um, probably one of the biggest lessons I learned in school. But, yeah. (laughs) So was it sort of, like, hard leaving your friends behind to go and study? Yeah, it definitely was because you're, you know, you want to go hang out with everyone just as much as they want you to come hang out with them. Yeah. Like, (laughs) left out of that stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was was hard because you wanted to be, you know, doing all that fun stuff and then you kind of had to be like, oh, I have to go study because I've got to – 5am swimming session in the morning like um but you know 
it's just one of those things and I think it'll be a lesson that I will take throughout my entire life yeah. to just, you know, you sometimes you have to make sacrifices and yeah. in the end it will be worth it and um, there will come a time where you get to go and do all those fun things yeah. but at that time in your life, you know, you've just got to make priorities. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, I think um, that would probably be one of the biggest lessons that I'll take yeah. through my life and help me out in every day. Nice. So you still meet up with your friends from from time to time? Yeah, definitely. I have a really good group of friends from school that I've um, I've really grown up with and they've got to um, come through all the um, journey with me and now that I'm, like, past my, um, I guess, athletic career, they – they like love it in some instances because yeah. I'm like I'm here I can come hang out <laughs> yeah. um but yeah I have a really good group of friends and they're all very understanding and um you know now that we're out of school we're almost closer because um we've gotten to know each other on a different level and you you learn so much when you come out of school and you become new people yeah. um so seeing people grow outside of school almost makes you become closer because you're like oh wow like we're completely different people as what we were when we were in grade 12. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I definitely hang out with my friends and I have a really good group of friends um, from my surf um, club yeah. as well. So, um, and, you know, I think having two main, like, groups of friends from different areas is also really good for, yeah. like, personal development and everything like that because you mm. get to meet people from completely different walks of life yeah. um, that, you know, have different um thoughts and views on things so you yeah. get to learn more but yeah so i think we've covered a lot is there anything else you would like to tell um the audience oh. out there um i guess like the best thing to do in like an entire like in your lifetime is this if an opportunity arises just go with it like you've got yeah. nothing to lose and you know if it's going to be fun it's even better um and just to um yeah go for it and just see where where it takes you yeah Nice. All right. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, was our brand new Laura. I hope you've all enjoyed because I know me and Bridget did. Yeah. <laughs> um. So till the next one. Yeah. I will have to see you later. Yeah. And I know you guys have a really good way of signing off. Yeah. I have not thought of one yet, yeah. so you guys can go for it. And I will, by this time next week, I'll be all over it and I'll have a really good <laughs> saying for you guys. Well. <laughs> right, you lead the way, Bridget. Keep smiling. Until <laughs> next time, don't count the days, but make the days count. You've been listening to Speak Up and Engage, the next generation in wellness. To follow our podcasters, head on over to allthews.facebook.com forward slash speak up engage. You can also go to all the w's.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash speak up engage. To find out more about the Sunshine Coast Council, go to all the w's.sunshinecoast.qld.gov.au. And to find out more about Spirit Hive and how Spirit Hive is bringing empowerment and inspiration to the youth and the communities local to you, go to spirithive.org. We're going to see you here same time next week. Thanks for tuning in. The 2019 Wellness Summit is almost here. I love being at these events. They're always such a great positive environment. It's been really great to um, listen to like-minded people and to um, meet a few people actually. I've been to every summit 
and I've been to everyone and I'll always keep coming. It's always inspiring. It's been a real eye-opener. We're actually signed up to go to the breakthrough now. It's very motivating. I think it's great to listen to people who are inspired. And there's always something to learn and something to take away. I think uh, for myself and giving myself that um, opportunity to, to learn. There's so much going on in life and everything that you can get distracted and forget the things that you should be doing. And this always reminds you to get back on track and, and um, to focus on the things that are important, a holistic health. Just do it, yeah. Just yeah, suck it up and do it. It's uh, it could be life changing, yeah. I would say it's awesome, and it's the start of changing your life. Come along, see what it's about, and enjoy it. It's an amazing event with like-minded, positive people, and you can't help but um, walk away feeling great. Positive Mentor presents the 2019 Wellness Summit, August 17 and 18 in Melbourne. Can you afford to miss out? Tickets at thewellnesssummit.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.